milk minute milk minute milk minute yeah this is maureen farrell and heather o'neill and this is the milk minute an inclusive evidence-based podcast hosted by midwives and lactation professionals that's us here to talk to you about all things lactation and boobs body positivity mental health all the milky topics join us for another episode hey guys Hey, everybody. We have a special announcement for you all. Yeah, I wanted to let everybody know that I'm going to have a baby in the spring. Yay! And it's not (laughs) mine. I didn't look her up in the alcove. Well, we thought about it, though. (laughs) I mean, I was like, we are going to raise this baby together and it's going to be an alcove baby and we're going to (laughs) record with the baby taking turns skin to skin because I'm still not sure if I want to have any more kids Mm -hmm. so when I hold your little bundle I'll know for sure whether or not I can just raise yours or if I should have another one too (laughs) that's great because honestly like newborns hold almost no appeal to me (laughs) you can have it for a little while yeah I'm not that midwife who wants to cuddle babies Mm. like I I'm like, cool, that's your baby, and I'll do the newborn (laughs) exam, and uh, I'll hold it if you need me to, but, like, do you you want me to? Because I'm the weirdest person. I'm like, let's (laughs) let's wash the hair and brush it all the way up so it looks like a little troll, and then we'll (laughs) we'll use some lube to stick a little bow on the head if it doesn't have any hair. (laughs) Yeah, I'm like, let's dress it up. Let's put the little duck socks on it. I think it's probably mostly because like my son was such like a traumatizing newborn (laughs) that I'm kind of like, oh, Mm -hmm. yeah, you can have that back. (laughs) Yeah. You know, we've talked about this a little bit before, but my son was also he was just like a poo covered mewling infant. And I was terrified of him, honestly. But luckily for you, I hope you have the same experience that I had the second time around. My daughter came out and she was like, I know where the boob is. I know what my job is. Mm-hmm. Your mom, hi, I'm Heidi, and I'm happy <laughs> to be here. And it was just so much more pleasant that I think I did a lot of my healing from the first birth during Heidi's birth. And yeah, I, uh, I, I hope the next baby is easier because on, honestly, like my birth at the time, I was like, wow, birth is really difficult and kind of <laughs> traumatic, but also with some space and having seen a lot more births since then, I'm like, oh, that was actually like pretty easy. Uh, <laughs> it doesn't matter though. You know that no, it's perception. No, but, yeah. But also like my perception of my own birth has changed and it was still like I, uh, my birth plan still happened the way I wanted it to and all of that. But I think that actually I would not, I I would have felt better about my birth sooner if I hadn't had like the world's most needy newborn, you know, like this kid, like when we see those posts on our Facebook group where they're like, what do I do? My baby won't stop breastfeeding. I'm like, yeah, honestly, I don't have any advice because that was me for three months straight. Yep. Yep. Just breast, nothing else. We breastfed. (laughs) And also like that was okay and healthy, but you know, my baby definitely had a lip tie and maybe a tongue tie and he definitely wasn't transferring milk super efficiently, but he was gaining weight fine. Right. He was in like, I think he was in like the 4% when he was born for weight and he kind of stayed right there, you know, Mm -hmm. so it was okay, but it was also like, don't let him 
sleep at yeah, all. You the know? anxiety <laughs> is just unreal with that. Yeah. And, and like, you know, yeah, he was totally colicky and he was fucking gassy and constipated and just like, but also it wasn't anything I was eating. Hey, it wasn't broccoli. It wasn't garlic. It wasn't cabbage. It wasn't coffee. It was just his little immature digestive system catching up. Poor little Griffin. Yeah. So now I'm like, oh, okay. So if that happens again, we're scheduling a vasectomy and that's that. (laughs) Let's take a minute to thank our sponsor, Aeroflow. Oh, tell me more about that. You know, do you ever wake up in the morning and you're like, I would love to call my insurance company today? Literally never once have I thought that. Okay. So... People at Aeroflow knew this. I good. <laughs> and they decided that it would be in everybody's best interest if they developed a business where they contacted your insurance company to order your breast pump for oh, you. This sounds good. So you literally never have to call your insurance company to work out getting a breast pump, which is fantastic because no one ever wants to do that crap when Mm -hmm. they're postpartum. And the other cool part is they will text you and let you know when it's time for you to replace your pumping parts and when your insurance will pay for new ones. So maybe, you know, your pump parts are fine for now, but if insurance is going to cover a new set, great. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't know about you, but I'm not really combing through my insurance benefits information postpartum to see when I qualify for replacement parts. Uh, No, (laughs) not at all. Right. So we're going to go ahead and put a link in the show notes for Aeroflow. And when you click that link, it's super easy. You just put in all of your insurance information and then somebody from Aeroflow contacts you directly and you have like a real person Mm -hmm. that you talk with and then they do all the dirty work for you. It's fantastic. I couldn't recommend it enough. Please just do yourself a favor and get your pump through Aeroflow. It's going to save you so much time and trouble. Right. And they have all the top brand name pumps, replacement parts, and accessories. You know, they've got cooling gel pads. They've got those pumping bras. All the stuff you need. One place. Yep. One place. So um, I guess the only thing left to say about that is you're welcome. Yeah. You're welcome. Yeah, I guess it's probably cool for people to hear that you as a midwife and lactation consultant are nervous about having a baby. (laughs) Yeah, I'm super nervous about it. Like really nervous. Also, to be honest, this was not planned. Our birth control method failed us. uh, And that sucks. Let's Uh, talk about that. How are you feeling right now? (laughs) Yeah. uh, Well, so right now, when we're recording this, I'm like, I think I'm 15 weeks right now. So I'm, I'm like, maybe starting to come around to it, to be honest. Like, I so my periods have been irregular since having since they came back during lactation, right? They came back when Griffin was like seven months old. They were all over the place. And even, you know, this year when he was four years old and he had been weaned for a year, like a, a year, they were still like a couple days off all the time. And so I used to take a pregnancy test every single month just to be like, hey, let's not drive myself crazy. And then the month that I was actually fucking pregnant. You know, my husband asked me, he's like, oh, did your period come today? I was like, no, whatever. It's fine. It's always like two days late now. And I don't know. So I didn't take a test for like three days. <laughs> uh, and then and then I finally did because I was like, okay, well, now I'm starting to be nervous about it. And it was like, woo, big pink lines. 
Oh my gosh. When you called me, you're, I'm fucking pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I feel like biology has failed me. I was like, oh my. <laughs> are we exercising our right to choose or are we excited? Yeah. We're like, I no, don't I, know. <laughs> I seriously, guys, like, I didn't know what to do. I basically like looked at my calendar and I was like, okay, I have this many weeks to make a choice about what the fuck I'm doing with my life, you know? And my partner, bless his soul, tried so hard to be supportive that I actually got mad at him because he was like, whatever you want to do is wonderful. And if you want to keep this baby, that's so great. And if you want to get an abortion, that's great too. And I was like, well, fucking tell me what you want. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, I want to be the opposite of feminist right now. I want you to tell me what my option is. (laughs) Yeah. I just like, I, I was having such a hard time seeing a way forward without his input because I was like, look, like I need to know how you honestly feel about these choices because I have to fucking live with you and these choices. Like, mm-hmm. it's yeah. not like, you know, it's not like I'm going to make this choice in my, if, you know, if I didn't have a really stable family life right now, I absolutely would not have kept this pregnancy. Mm-hmm. And like, I just, but so that was a big factor for me. So I was like yelling at my husband, like, please. <laughs> tell me yeah (laughs) and you know this is a shitty time for me like I'm still trying to like finish my midwifery certification which you know is just like a nightmare right now because everything is delayed due to COVID and I'm just like this fucking paperwork and this exam and all this and it also doesn't matter in West Virginia I could be a midwife if I want to without this these letters behind my name because they don't license midwives here anyway. And I'm like, what am I doing? <laughs> Does it matter? Am, is what I'm doing worth it? Like, oh, am I going to be like ready to take my exam? And then it's going to be like April 3rd and I'm in labor. <laughs> like, fuck. <laughs> yeah. I mean, coming from me who had a baby in nursing school and then had a baby in the middle of midwifery school, I can honestly <laughs> tell you, <laughs> I don't recommend it. But it happens. It happens. You know, I was I was a psycho and then I had a baby and then everything (laughs) somehow was okay. Yeah. (laughs) And women are just amazing. You know, like we just amaze me every single day with what we're able to handle. And we're barfers, you and me, with pregnancy. Oh, like we're not great pregnant people, everybody. <laughs> no, like, please no, don't think that Maureen pregnant. and I are like those glowing forest nymphs that are just wandering around with our beautiful belt. No, we're no. vomiting, yelling. Yeah. Itchy. Oh God. I was so mad with my last pregnancy. Like I, I fucking just yelled and cried and vomited every day. <laughs> me too. <laughs> I was a dinner puker. So every night as I was (laughs) eating dinner, I'd condescendingly look at my husband and be like, can't wait to throw this up later. (laughs) And I would. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. And like my, (laughs) my husband keeps, he's, he's a very supportive, wonderful person who I just sometimes can't stand when I'm pregnant. Um, And he like I keep being like I like I'm right now I'm experiencing like I'm I'm nauseous I'm still vomiting sometimes but I'm also starving all the time and I'm losing weight and I'm like trying and and like I know if I don't eat enough or adequate nutrition like I feel worse but I also feel bad so that I don't want to eat so I'm like I need accessible healthy snacks and then he like goes out and buys them and I was like these are all terrible and they taste bad <laughs> 
So my husband is like on this journey with us and he's so funny because <laughs> you might not realize this, but from the minute you told me you were pregnant, he was like concerned, concerned oh, for gosh. you. What's she going to do? Is she going to be okay? Is she, how's she doing? Is she excited yet? And then it translates into, you don't think you're pregnant, right? <laughs> it's like, do you think our birth control is failing? And I'm like, it is contagious. <laughs> what birth control? <laughs> and so like there last month I was like four days late or something. And he was like legitimately nervous. And he's like, he's like rubbing his hands through his hair. He's like, did you take a test? I was like, no. And he's like, I really feel like you should take a test. He's like, I'm, I'm seriously stressing out about this. I mean, it happened to Maureen. <laughs> you got him well, so Heather, nervous. <laughs> Heather, I still have a bag of tests if you need some for his peace of mind. <laughs> but oh I God. actually... For everybody else out there who has irregular periods and they freak out about this and they're like, but pregnancy tests are expensive, you can buy bulk tests for really cheap that are just the reactive strip without any of the housing. So I think I bought, it was like 40 bucks or something on Amazon mm -hmm. for like 50 tests. I mean, it was a lot. And I bought them a couple years ago, right? Because I just kept freaking out every time my period was a day late because I was that person before having a baby who I'd wake up on the day I knew my period was coming and at 7.35 a.m. there it would be like on the fucking dot, Wow! you know? So this just that like, you know, for several years, I was like, I'm pregnant, I'm pregnant every month. <laughs> 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 but I wasn't. Uh, and these tests really helped me out. See, mine's <laughs> always kind of been irregular. So I'm always just kind of like, right. Eh. So when I found out I was pregnant with my son, I was like a week late. I was like, huh, should have taken a test I guess a couple days ago I'm pretty damn pregnant like <laughs> well, I'm extra pregnant totally when I was pregnant with Griffin I I like had a feeling I was like nauseous before I got my period and I was like mm, I think I might be pregnant so I took a test like the morning my period was due and it was negative and I was like okay and then I took a test the next morning it was negative and the next morning it was negative it took like five days to get a positive test uh -huh. and it, it was one of those ones where people post them on Facebook and they're like do you see the line I see the line <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny I found so this out this time was... yeah it was like wow that's a positive <laughs> I, I found out I was pregnant with Heidi in a similar way like my period was due that day. And I was also leaving to go to the American Association of Birth Centers conference mm -hmm. in Chicago that morning. It was Friday the 13th and I was flying <laughs> on an airplane to Chicago. So I woke up and I, and I was like, ah, I'm probably going to be drinking a lot with these wild midwives at this conference. Right, so just let me just check. double check. And it was like the faintest line. And I was like, no fucking way. And I went downstairs and I looked at my husband and I said, does this look like it's positive to you? And he goes, uh, yeah, it does. <laughs> and I was like, we're fucking pregnant. He's like, oh my God. Like we were just, Aww. isn't it crazy that as a midwife, you still can't believe it works. I know. I, I honestly, the I more I learn about it, the more I'm like, how does anybody get pregnant? No, I know. Like, <laughs> every time I'm like, like, not only that, but like, how do so many people get pregnant when they're trying not to? Because our hormones are really intense, guys. <laughs> yeah. It's like imperative to get pregnant. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. I don't know. I just, 
and honestly, even like as a midwife, right? I've had so many clients that are like, well, I did have a fucking IUD and now I'm pregnant or whatever. And I was always like, oh, it's so uncommon. You know, birth control's X percent reliable. And then I'm like, oh, JK, except for that X percent is me. Yeah. <laughs> JK, and, yeah. you could be yeah. that one percent. Yeah, actually, a lot of you are. I'm so sorry. But that's uh, also a testament to the strength of that embryo, probably, because I kind of feel like if they can beat all of those odds and still become a baby, then it's like, all right, you earned it. Like, I guess. Yeah, I <laughs> I called my coworker who who's my birth assistant to tell her and she all three of her pregnancies she was taking different forms of birth control when she got pregnant and so I think like her first kid was like an estrogen progesterone combo pill her second kid was I think an implant and her third was a patch or something what that so yeah the isn't implant. that so crazy I that can't is wild I'll have, to, I'll have to ask her but they were like all different forms even and when I told her and she was just like, did you expect me to be surprised? <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I've been failed by modern technology my whole adult life. I don't She's know. like, have you met my three kids? <laughs> wow. Yeah. So, I, I mean, we've actually just been, because of you, been having conversations about family planning that mm-hmm. we, like, I don't know, we're super ready to have, like, we're kind of in a holding pattern right now. Yeah. Just because, I mean, this podcast is super important to me and you, I know, and we really are doing a great job and we've got thousands of listeners now and we don't want to let anybody down. And it's a lot of work on your body and on your marriage and on mm-hmm. fin- your financial status. And it's a pandemic right now. And like just yeah. man- many, many reasons that people are just choosing to talk about it later. But because we're basically just using the pullout method and <laughs> mixed with stress and abstinence because, oh, like, yeah. <laughs> you that's know, a good, that's a good like brew there, stress, abstinence, pullout. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, I, I don't know. And he kind of just is like, well, are you going to go on birth control? And I was like, you know, I don't want to go on birth control, mm-hmm. but I don't really want to have a baby. So I turned it around on him and I said, mm-hmm. well, are you ready to get a vasectomy? And he goes, wow, mm-hmm. that's really permanent. And I'm yeah, like, and you're like, yep. Yeah. Think about sit, it. sit on that for a while. Be- instead of just like assuming that I can take these temporary options that I, they don't make me feel great. I'm just not I don't particularly like being on no. birth control. I'm I'm not opposed to birth control in any way. It's just me personally, I don't enjoy the feeling. And mm-hmm. so I'm like, don't put this on me and make it my sacrifice. And I was like, why don't you actually sit with the fact that we could be done done and you could get yeah. a vasectomy? And he's like, I am going to have to think about that. So turn mm-hmm. it back on your partners, people, if you're... No, totally. I did that too. I was like, okay, after this one, it's your turn. The burden of birth control is on you. You can wear a condom every time or you can get a vasectomy. Mm-hmm. What do you say? He, he was like, okay, okay, that's, I'll think about it. <laughs> I mean, it's like, you know, the the reality is that I, I think we probably will get a vasectomy after this. My husband's not opposed to that surgery at all. He's just like, what if we want another? And I'm like, what if you have it instead of me? <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Yeah. And, and I basically, actually my, the first words out of my mouth after we decided that we were going to have a baby and keep this pregnancy, I was like, okay, so you're going to get a vasectomy. Right. And he's like, but shouldn't we wait till after we have the baby? I was like, but actually we don't have to, I might be sure now. Yeah. (laughs) He's like, why don't you let your crazy hormones calm down before we make this big life-changing decision? Yeah, no, I I think that sometime we'll do that. I don't know when, but he, you know, he's not opposed to the actual surgery because maybe we could get a two for deal and our, our men can go together. Oh, they can hold hands. They can hold hands. Laparoscopic fucking non-painful surgery. Yeah. They're outpatient (laughs) snippity snip. (laughs) Yeah. I had a friend uh, get a vasectomy a couple of years ago and he came home and he was like, icing his groin he was like you know I kind of feel bad for milking it this much it's like not really this painful (laughs) I was like well you know what your whole family's gonna give you like three days to lay on the couch so just take it and uh, then you can suck it up (laughs) suck it up you know what's funny this was supposed to be a quick pregnancy announcement and we turned it into a whole show (laughs) yeah great well I hope this makes you feel uh, like your feelings about normal. maybe hating pregnancy is normal. And also maybe it prompts another birth control conversation between you and your partner. Yeah. Can you email us and let us know how it goes? Like how, <laughs> how is anybody deciding right now what to do? Family planning. I mean, there's so much unknown in the world. I'm actually curious as to how people are deciding. Me too. And if you uh, also have or are struggling with Uh, an unexpected pregnancy let us know you know yeah I love sharing stories my first was unexpected and it led to postpartum depression and some real issues and it's not your fault you know it happens but it does set you up for some extra challenges mentally yeah well and hey you know you guys get to be along for the ride with me on this one but the fun thing is that we'll get to talk about things like you know the first stage of lactogenesis and I'll hop on the podcast whenever I'm able to postpartum and be like hey here's how breastfeeding's going and you know whatever it's great or it sucks or <laughs> are you gonna live stream your home birth for us uh, definitely not. I am not that person. Come on. <laughs> Show us some dedication. <laughs> but uh, no, but I might, I don't know. I, I might have video done and just see what I want to do with it later. I honestly thought I was going to be that person who'd like share all these pictures and stuff. And then with my first birth, I was like, mm, I don't actually really want to share that picture of, yeah, I don't know. Well, I'll come do your video. <laughs> yeah, you better. <laughs> I'll get my fancy tripod. Yeah, well, I'm kind of mad. My uh, preferred birth photographer is also having a baby at the same time. <laughs> I'm like, come on, you're <laughs> supposed to take photos for me. <laughs> you're not allowed to get pregnant. <laughs> well, that's kind of uh, like, girl, everybody is pregnant right now. Not me. I'm <laughs> bleeding like a stuck pig. No, but like, oh my God, so many people. March and April, guys, it's going to be a baby boom, or at least around here something in the water yeah something (laughs) okay well thanks for listening to that very short announcement (laughs) yeah such a short announcement I hope you guys got lots of chores done while you were listening to this ridiculous announcement that we made but I for one am very happy that you're having a baby you make really cute kids and you're an amazing mom (laughs) and you do all of the things that I feel like I lack as a parent like oh 
you're making this like spooky trail at your house right now. <laughs> and you let your kid just like paint murals on a crazy wall and his fort that you helped him construct. And I'm like, so impressed with you as just a parent in general. So I think the more, the more kids that you can grow and raise in this way is they're going to make the world a better place. So I'm well, excited. Thank you, my dear. I'll, I will probably feel excited at some point. <laughs> mm-hmm. And until then, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Bye, everybody. Bye. Thanks for listening to The Milk Minute. If you haven't already, please like, subscribe, and review our podcast wherever you listen. If you'd like to support our podcast, you can find us on Patreon at patreon.com slash milkminutepodcast. To send us feedback, personal stories, or just to chat, you can send us an email at milkminutepodcast at gmail.com. It's a minute. Yeah.